Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Rabbi Shalom Yemini, and each week we'll look into the weekly Torah portion to find practical and insightful ways to enhance your daily life. This week's Parsha Perspectives in honor of the Rafu Shalema of Rahama Leah Basara. May she and all those who need a Rafu Shalema experience a speedy and quick recovery. This week's Parsha Perspectives in the loving memory of Leah Mincha Basak of Yosef, Edward ben Ephraim, Shlomo ben Edward, and Yerachmir Daniel ben Gedalia. May the soul be uplifted and may the memories be a blessing. This week's Torah portion is Pasha Shlach Inferiority Complex. Our Parsha begins with the story of the spies exploring the land of Israel. The Jewish people started to doubt what God had told them about the land and its inhabitants, and so they asked Moshe Rabbeinu if they could send spies to study the land of Israel and report back their findings. Moshe Rabbeinu turned to God, who allowed him to send the spies but did not command him to do so. Moshe then selected one leader from each tribe for this unique task. The spies set out to perform their directive. They spent 40 days and 40 nights surveying the land of Israel and its people. When they returned, they reported that the land was abundant with resources, with milk and honey. But they warned that the people living there were powerful, mighty giants, and their cities were heavily fortified, making conquest seem impossible. Upon hearing this, the Jewish nation expressed a desire to return to Egypt rather than face defeat in battle. In response, God informed Moshe that he would punish the Jewish people for their persistent lack of faith. They would wander and journey throughout the desert for 40 years, and any person over the age of 20 years old would never enter the land of Israel. However, a question comes to mind. When the spies conveyed their findings to the Jewish nation, they made a very interesting statement. They said, We saw the Nephilim, the giants, the children of giants, the children of Anak. And we were like grasshoppers, and that's how we must have appeared to them, meaning the giants. But how did the spies know how the giants perceived them? Why did they feel like grasshoppers in the giants' eyes? Rashi, Rav Shlomo Yitzchaki, the leading Torah commentary, gives a simple explanation. He quotes the Talmud in Saita that says that the spies overheard the giants saying that they are like ants in a vineyard. And this implies that the spies felt small and insignificant in comparison to the towering and powerful giants. However, the Arach HaMakadosh, Rav Chaim Ibn Attar, a Moroccan commentary and Kabbalist, gives a deeper and more profound explanation. He agrees with Rashi that the spies may have overheard the giants' conversation, but their interpretation is stemmed from their own feelings of inferiority. The Arach HaMakadosh explains that the physical disparity between the spies and the giants was quite evident. But that alone did not make them feel like grasshoppers. They perceived themselves as such because they felt inferior, doubting their status as the chosen people, blessed by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, by God, and destined for greatness, destined for the Holy Land. The purpose of taking the Jewish nation out of Egypt was not for them to remain in the desert, but to live in the Holy Land and create a dwelling place for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, for God. The spies' inferiority complex stemmed from a lack of faith in God's plan for the Jewish nation. Given the challenging odds and overwhelming numbers, they believed it would be impossible to conquer the land. Some even questioned their worthiness for such greatness, still haunted by the pain, by the trauma of slavery. The Yerachim HaKadosh continues that the punishment of wandering throughout the desert for 40 years and being denied entry into the land of Israel mirrored the lack of faith and the lack of trust they had in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. 
How could a nation that experienced such miracles, such kindness, such benevolence from HaKadosh Baruch Hu continue to doubt that he had their best in mind? God had hoped that the miracles of leaving Egypt, of crossing the Sea of Reeds and receiving the Torah would instill the nation with presence, confidence, and poise. These miracles should have demonstrated to them and to the world that God has chosen them to be His representatives here on earth. In our daily life, it is imperative that we understand that an inferiority complex stops our ability to appreciate our inner beauty, to appreciate our soul's unique light. Because allowing our shortcomings to overshadow, to dominate our perspective, stops personal growth and personal development. It restricts us from stepping outside our comfort zone to explore new possibilities that God has in store for us. And overcoming this weakness begins by cultivating self-acceptance, enabling us to acknowledge where we currently stand and where we aspire to be. By aligning our perceived flaws with a foundation of value, of worth, of significance, we can move forward on the path of achieving our soul's unique potential. There is a powerful quote that summarizes this beautifully. Your value doesn't decrease based on someone else's inability to see your worth. Have a great weekend and a good Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.